Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode, episode 4213 um, of the Flats and Shanks podcast. I'm the first one. I'm Flats. and He's the second one. He's Shanks. Um, tell him where we are, fella. Our usual, mate. Our usual. Moto services. It's my favourite. Bit of blossom on the tree. Oh, it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Did you just like, let one go then? No. Oh. That was the door. That was your seat creaking. All right. I heard a noise. You went, oh. Oh, no. That's like that little blossom tree at the Moto Services is like it's like being back in Japan in it for the World Cup. Beautiful cherry blossom, absolutely blimmin' beautiful. Oh, I'd love to be back in Japan now for the World Cup. Oh, oh wouldn't that be nice? Oh, Tom, oh. I had a um. Well, apart from anything else, we could go. We wanted we got we did have lockdown because of the old monsoon, but um, I had a uh, I had a night out booked Thursday. I had a table booked at the pub, a couple of blimmin' pints, getting on it. Yeah, got cancelled. No, why? Long story. It's to do with Paulie's flaws in his kitchen not being done yet. What? So you can't go to the pub? No. um, Priorities, mate. Long. I don't know how it worked out like that, but it did, and I had my night cancelled. Is he one of people like sort of you and Katie Price? Like always a drama, or is it? No, no. no, That's more me than him. Yeah. Um, It's more me than him. It's always something extreme going on but with me but not with him um so that was a shame so i'm still i'm still yet to do a beer garden you've done a beer garden yet thursday you did it on thursday hospitality is open today and it's happening on thursday bit of golf first down glamorganshire i've got quite a bit of money on my bar card have you yeah when i say quite a bit 150 smackaroonies grand <laughs> spondoolies <laughs> what so hang on your bar card is that because you put a bit on each month and it's added up no it's because when you rejoin uh, as a member I think they give you 50 quid uh, for a bar tab that's alright it's one round for it the continues lads. if you don't use it so I'm going to hammer that uh, responsibly obviously probably doing shandies on Thursday so a bit of round oh fella bit of golf round of golf and then a few drinks outside Socially distant, and then probably popping up to a bar in Penarth where I live. Come and join us if you want. Yeah, if you want to get stalky, Um, do Q and A's for a bit of cash, no problem. Do you uh, photos for a pound? Can you play eighteen holes of golf yet in Wales? Yeah. Oh right, you're fully open. You're open. Yep. Yep. Shops are open. 
feels good, doesn't it? Mm. Feels good, boy. Yeah, hospitality is open today, so we are back. I've I've noticed no difference yet um, to Ham Living, but except for traffic. Yeah, traffic is back. Traffic is officially back. Mm. Just got time after the school run, haven't you? Oh boy. Oh, do you know what I saw today? Talk to me. Uh, I had my eyes tested again today. Um, I'm wearing contact lenses, and they're just making sure they fit all right. Okay. Um, so I had a bit of time to kill before I met you here. I just popped up to Cardiff Golf Range in St. Melons. Uh, they've got a golf range with like a track run on there. So you hit the ball and it tells you the apex of the shot. Oh, where it would have gone. And yeah, yeah, the yeah. distance, the carry. Um, and I saw Mark Ring there. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. How's and, he doing? Well, two things surprised me about him. He's looking very well. And he's big. Is he? He's big bloke. Not as in he's putting loads of weight, but just tall. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. I remember being a bit smaller, like Jiffy. No, he's bigger than Jiffy. Easily. He's bigger, Jif- than, a, he's Jif- bigger than a sheep. Jiffy's old now, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, still well, going for his knighthood. Um, on Mark Ring, right? Yeah. Oh, go on. Tell me something else. You finished. You finished. Um, I'll tell you about Mark and, Ring. And uh, he's now a carer. And he had a guy he's looking after. Um, he's taking him putting uh, uh, on the driving range. What a legend. Absolutely lovely legend. Uh, what a player he was as well, mine. Like, ahead of his time. Skill set. Was it? I can't remember. Yeah. So skillful, mate. Like, today's game, he'd be absolutely perfect. So, um, it's nice to see him. What team did he play for in Wales again? Is it Cardiff? Yep. So, playing against Cardiff. Among others, but he did play. Yeah, you'll have been at Sarries then. We were playing for Sarries against Cardiff. And... Really early in my career, your career, but probably quite late in his, with respect. And um, we warmed up, and Danny Grucott was playing the second row for Saris with us, and we sat next to each other in the change room. And he was—I thought he was having a coughing fit. I looked over, and he was laughing so hysterically that he was crying. And he had his head in his jersey, trying to disguise the fact that he was laughing just for kickoff because warm up had just coming, just coming from the warm up, about to go out and play. And he was like, I remember him laughing, and his laugh was like. Yeah, he was like crying. I said, well, I, guess, oh, oh, I just walked in. And one of their lads on his shirt, back of his shirt, he's just got the word ring. <laughs> he couldn't control himself because he had ring on his shirt. That was one of the first seasons we put names on our shirts. And that was Danny Grucock. Danny Grucock, yeah. All right. And he was just crying. Oh, ring. Oh. Hypocrite. Remember that guy who played for Northampton called Luke Myring? <laughs> Second best name in the Premiership ever behind Lovejoy Chawatama. That is a good one. Um, Lovejoy. Oh, Mark There's Rick. been a few weird names, isn't there? Um, I can't think of any now off the cuff. There's a guy at the Ospreys, a Canadian guy. I can't remember what his name was. For some reason, I'm thinking Jardon, like Hugh, but it wasn't. You wish it was. It was. Like that. <laughs> it was something like that. I can't remember. Hey, look, um, we're in a car park. And it was something to do with the penis. This anyway. fella's just got out of his motorhome. Mm. He Looks like a two-birth. Two-birth. Majestic. It's a P-Rate. It's a 67. It's a, it's a 2017 is Mrs. has put her bum bag on to walk into the services. Mm. I don't know. I don't trust them. I think we're... She, She. I get. He, I don't know. It feels like it's not long out to me. I. Hey, what, hey look, what have you been up to? You've got drinks garden, beer garden coming up, and a bit of golf coming up. What have you been doing? I know you've been working. Yeah, I worked on Sunday, uh, which was yesterday, for the Dragon Scarlet's game. I'll give you a little debrief of that later. Oh, try Great first. Game. Try first. Great weather. We should be starting the season now. Yeah. Uh, the games are so much better. The last couple of weeks, I've seen an instant 
uh, improvement in the quality of games, the try scored, I got a problem. The pace of game, I got a problem with it. Conflicts with something else. Yeah. What? My summer holidays in Devon. I know it's better for the game, but I, I like my summers down there. I like. That. I wouldn't mind Christmas off, to be fair, but I like my summers down there. You like to spend like sort of three, four weeks there, don't you? Well, do you know what? I've been doing five, six, seven the last couple of years and driving back for the odd bit, but now, um, not only going to do only do two or th- maybe three weeks this summer, which is not a lot for me. No, uh, maybe four if I can find it. Yeah, I know. That's sort of the selfish side of you coming out. Yeah, it is. Yeah, pops his head up now and again, doesn't it? But you won't. You'll never hear me. You'll never see me. You know how the lads like. What about winter holiday in Verbia? Kids would love that. Oh yeah, really, that's true actually. Yeah. Same one of Lowell's houses. Yeah. Um, King of Verbs. I, I, uh, you'll never see me um, doing because you know all the lads like love to retweet stuff that makes them look good, like virtue signalling. The boys are doing it all the time. Um, you'll never see me retweet and promote summer rugby even though I know it's good for the game and I really enjoy it once I got there because I can't help thinking I'd be on my my boat down in Devon doing barbecues on the beach mm. you'd still get the odd weekend off though I know midweek would be alright right. yeah what tends to happen in the summer anyway is you end up getting in the car at 5 o'clock on Saturday morning and driving up to do something on the Saturday anyway so that's yeah. alright but I reckon you'd be alright mate I reckon you'd be alright worries me worries me even Brian Moore said look got summer rugby so much better the other day and he's right save rugby league didn't it maybe yeah but it's just conflicts with so many other sports though doesn't it but like Especially for, well cricket who cares about cricket tennis mate? cricket who cares about those rounders kabaddi kabaddi yes balls remember trans world sport yeah oh, I love that show it's be amazing we should bring it back. We should bring it back. Oh, don't tell anyone. That could be our next. That could be a big idea. Okay. Bring it back. Just need a production company and someone a sponsor. All right. Mm. Maybe we go fund me with it. What'd you say? Go fund. Oh me. yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. We could do that. We do that. Um, yeah. So um, not well up. Done. Not up to much, mate. It's been a bit of a hectic weekend, really, because my little one, my two and a half year old's got temperature, so life stops. Oh god, well, it stops. Up and it down. Just stops. Just gets worse. Out of hours, doctor. It's Gone into the forties, down again. Calpol, Nurofen. Oh mate. Um, yeah, bet you don't miss those days. No. I don't. So, yeah, <laughs> been put on hold for a bit this weekend. Oh fella. You thing did, is, what you need. I did a spatchcock chicken though. Which call me? Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, lovely chicken from Field and Flower, right? And I just you just cut the backbone out. You need a sharp pair of scissors. Well, they call them um, poultry scissors, don't they? But I just use kitchen ones. Yeah, I use a pair for a knife. Yeah, yeah, um, and. You know, if you're a bit squeamish, you might not like the crunches or the bones breaking. Uh, and then flan it out, a couple of skewers through it. Half the time it takes to cook. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Funny mention that, boy. Might be doing one tonight, as it happens. Uh, and Lovely. also, get my house ready. I'm selling it. Trying to, anyway. Oh, are you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to tweet the link so everyone can... No. Yeah. No good agenda. But um, I haven't found anywhere yet to move to. How hard are you looking? Hard. You're on right move, aren't you? With hard. Coffee, coffee, you're in coffee right hand. Right, no, you're not blooming buffalo because you're a lad. Mm. You're right move, right hand, coffee left hand three or four times a day, aren't you? You've got to check it, mate. But I'm in contact with all the estate agents around Penarth. So oh, do you get alerts on email? I get email alerts. No, I just check it. My problem is I set up an alert ages ago and obviously wasn't really didn't really know how to do it. And I've never changed it. But I, get, I will get... Um, Alert, new property in Bath, three new properties in Bath, and mm-hmm. one will be studio flat, central bath, fifth floor, 
twelve pounds fifty. The other one will be forty-seven acres, thirteen bedrooms, nine million pounds. Like I haven't set my alerts up properly. Here. Yeah, none in between. None of the price range you want because they go too quick. Yeah, gone. Uh, I did try and strim a load of my daisies off my grass. I've got a problem with my grass. Too many daisies on there at the moment. They're pretty in my back garden. They're pretty. Yeah, not like three thousand of them. Mm. Um, but so I mowed the lawn and I didn't take them all up. So I got the strimmer out and I've sort of. Ended up taking about 50 patches on my have. lawn. Of course you have. You've so I've had to water it, rake it, plant new grass seed. Oh, uh, mate. You want to get you get a solution that you just spray on your grass. Like a male Charlie Dimmock, aren't I? Kind of. You get a solution that you get. I've got a back pumper, one of those things that the council guys use on community service. thought about spraying it like Augusta, the golf course. Spray it green. Oh, yeah. Mm. Is that what they did? Uh, anyway, that's me in a nutshell. What up, fella? No, this is me in a nutshell. Uh, what about you? Oh, I was going to say, what what you want if your kid's ill is a weekend like I had, where you're just not at home. Because mm. Friday I did um, I did BT Sport, commentated on Bristol, Exeter with Ugo and Ali. Oh. And Babes was there and all that. And it was like, mate, it was class. It was class. Talk about that in a minute, but I love that. And it then, was like an episode of Line of Duty. Had everything in it. Had everything. And the next day I was up up and at them, and then we did a Channel 5 live game, um, Irish Quins, which was also dramatic. First half was a bit hard work, actually, but it got dramatic. And I got home early, so I took the kids out um, for their favourite takeaway in Bath, um, which is a place called Mr D's, which I'd never been before, but turned out to be an ace burger. Did you have the chips. double D? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 putting so either putting either D cup, um, and then uh, Sunday up to Coventry. So a few miles this weekend, fella. A few Cha-ching. miles. Ching. No, that's not do why I do it. But thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice little Bunsen. Well done, mate. Well, that's funny because the reality is this is for this is a bit of insight for for those of you at home listening at home. You you basically commentate on three games in three days. You are. Whatever anyone says, you're knackered by the end of it. Of and it's like, I was broken last night. Just, I guess it's the miles more than anything, and it's being on and and all that. And you work out that it is three games is a, just about 50 to 60% of the fee that you charge to host a lunch from 12 to 4. Like or roast something. beef. <laughs> roast beef lunch or something. Like a great event, but it's like one afternoon or one evening. Yeah gets you the same fee as three days on telly. So people assume that it's the big bucks and they're like, no, 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 that's that's not that's not the case. Not Dermot O'Leary. No, but also that's the thing that TV doesn't have to pay that much really because everybody wants to do it. And we love it. That's, that's just that's just a bit of financial insight that you might not have wanted. Speaking of TV flats, have great. you watched Sherpa yet? Yep. Do you enjoy it? Yep. Brilliant, wasn't it? Yep. It's about the Sherpas who are mounting guides up Everest and it documents 2014 when there's a massive ice fall and avalanche yeah that's the one uh, and a few yeah, don't, I spoil, don't it spoil it um, I watched as soon as you said you texted it and then mm. on our group and then Jim Hamilton was like it's awesome mm. you were both like it's awesome I was literally in front of the TV having just had a shower a couple of hours spare before Weekly I put the kids up beautiful coffee in my hand I was like oh, I'm just going to watch it right yeah. now Spontaneous. I started to watch the robbery of the art museum in Boston in 1990. Oh, right. Mm, it's interesting. Is that the name of it? It's quite a catchy name for a documentary. What's it called? I can't remember the name. That's why I had to describe it. Uh, um, but it's on Netflix. It's okay. one of the. It's probably in the top ten. 
but basically they I don't believe the top tens I think they're all balls yeah make them up but that but it's an easy way to find it okay okay my point to you um, but it's an art museum and billions pounds worth of art goes missing but it's really strange like the art that was stolen um, wasn't necessarily the most valuable it took random parts um, I'm halfway through it so I can't really tell you what happens but it's very interesting okay great very interesting okay so that's good stuff I'm on that I didn't watch Line of Duty last night did you? you didn't watch it? I couldn't mate because of your bloody kid. Yeah. God, he pisses me off. Yeah. Kids. No offense, mate. He does. No, mate. Feel free to tell him. Actually, I could drop him around, Len, and you can tell him over a couple of days if you want. I'll just stick him in the dog bowl. What? A, I mean, sorry, mate. I know we don't use bad language on this, but if he's been a knob, he needs to be told. Yeah, no. Kids I can have. be knobs too. Um, yeah, that is a shame because last night, I won't spoil anything for you. Well, last you night, I won't. There is. A twenty-seven minute fight scene interrogation. Okay, in the glass oh, box. I love that. Twenty-seven minutes, and it's just what it is. It's twenty-one Tommy. minutes. The noise going. Beep. Yeah, so yeah. annoying. I know. I, I, I was thinking it. if I did that, if I did Hastings' job every time I did that, I'd be like that fucking noise. But Hastings, ah, oh, he's my favourite TV character at the moment. In any show, in any show, fella, um, except you on premise sports. The letter um, of the law. He is just last week's and last week's the next, the last one. Mm. And Mish, our agent Mish, and I both thought last night was the last one. Yeah. And we both found out yesterday evening that there was another one. It's quite easy, mate. What, to find out? Yeah. Yeah, but I just assumed this was the last one. I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> you know what I'm like with assuming, mate. Make yeah, I know. Out of you and me. But the euphoria was real. Oh, was very happy. good. I'm looking forward. I'm going to watch it tonight, okay? Yeah. It was really, really, really good. Okay. Okay. Um, it's not... <sighs> Is it my favourite programme on TV? It is at the moment. But overall, I think my favourite TV programme is 24 Hours in Police Custody. Succession. Succession, brilliant. But 24 Hours in Police Custody at the moment is on at the moment. Ah. Oh, okay. Fella. It's so good. Is it's it something so you can just watch and not have to catch up on anything? A yep. bit like The American Office. It's, do- it's documentaries, one at a time. One hour. Talk about America. An American office. Did you see Shane Williams and Jamie Roberts, the two American dads? Let's put a tweet out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In their sneens. In their sneens. <laughs> proper running trainers they were. I think they were ASICs, you know, so proper marathon runner trainers, both white, pair of jeans. Yeah, what was right, that about? All right, guys, your dads. I get it. Why were they doing that, though? So, well, I had to rewind it to start to watch it just in case Ross Harris was going to explain why they're wearing trainers. Maybe they walked there for oh, a charity. charity or something. Yeah. But no, really, they actually, they actually decided to wear that. They didn't. Yep, yep. I understand Shane a little bit. You know, he's very sporty. He's always doing these extreme challenges. I saw Doc in a pair of jeans, t- pitch side once, that was so tight I could see his breakfast. Mm. Um, and I thought, what was it? It was double electric baked bean. But I thought they put they look good on him because he's in good nick. He's a big bloke. And I thought, do you know what? That's a bit punchy, but they do look good on you. Mm. And the trainers shocked me. I thought they must have run there to. Save well, he's a dad now. lives or something. He's a dad now. You know, he named his boy Tomas after me, I think. And I think just think he wants people to know. He wants people to know, like John Rahm, the golfer. You know, wants everyone to know that he's a dad. The amount yeah. of times he mentioned he'd had a baby at the uh, Masters. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, well mate. I've had three of them. Yeah. Triple. But anyone could be a anyone could be a dad, fella. It's not hard. <sighs> the real challenge is being father. Uh, yeah, I get that. But it's to be a good dad, though, you need a tablet, I think. 
That's or like a cow polling really tablet form. <laughs> That's what the kids really want. Yeah. Although I like tonight, I pick my kid. I pick my kids up from school. They don't finish school till like quarter past five. It's ace. So finish school at quarter past five. About half four, about quarter five, I will light some logs in the back garden on a like an asado grill that I've got. It's a little grill. Yeah. And when I come home, instead of them having crisps and biscuits, which they probably have anyway, we're going to go outside Crackling. and put a couple of steaks on a log fire mm-hmm. and cook it. You think, oh, ace, what, what a legend. They will hate it. Yeah. They'll be so bored by it. But I will force them to do it. Or I'll take their gadgets away. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll hate they'll hate me for it. Yeah. It won't be great. Cruel to be kind. So mate. sounds like I'm a great dad, really. I'm forcing my kids to do stuff that I want to do for fun. Yeah, I might ask mine if they want to carry a golf bag around <laughs> tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh, I saw um I saw a bloke the other day. Oh, do you know you you know, um we're not gonna go into this whole thing now, but Haskell got into did a thing. I didn't actually see it, but it turns out people have fired into him a bit about letting dogs off leads around sheep and stuff and whatever just before we go into this um i'd love to see haskell on sas who dares wins just you know in that interrogation room yeah so Aunt middleton can just have a go at him yeah <laughs> <laughs> and shout god <laughs> yeah. put balaclava on god. and get him out of there yeah um but firstly i mean not i mean i haven't seen it so i'm not commenting on what he said i literally haven't actually seen any of it but I never, ever, ever let my little French bulldog off, my dog off around sheep, because I did it once at Farley House. Yeah, he's got and he, mate, and he properly, he properly chased him, and it was really bad. And the farmer wasn't there. Um, luckily, got away with it. Otherwise, that is dead dog territory. He didn't bite them. He was just didn't get any of them. But it was really harrowing for the sheep and for me. And so now I'm very careful. But I did let my. Um, luckily, I learned. Not the hard way, but I did let him off at the golf course and lands down in Bath the other day. We just walk along. There's like a little Cotswold Way footpath next to it. Yeah. Unfortunately, got a doggy bag with you. Well, he see- yeah, of course I. Have. He okay. sees a golf ball bounce, and that's it. He's on the greens. Mm. And guess who don't like? Guess who doesn't like that? Putters, golfists. Someone going for a birdie, net eagle. Golfers don't like dogs taking their balls in mm. their mouths and running away and having them returned to the wrong position, covered in dog spit. I remember Sean Locke, you know, the comedian on 8 out of 10 cats, Countdown. Um, real yeah. funny guy. He's Very about, funny man, Christ. He's talking about dog poos and stuff. And he said it's actually quite refreshing in the morning when you, when you pick it up and put it in the bag because it's warm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Summertime, not so much. Warm but summertime, you just leave, you can leave it till you're on the way back and it'll have dried out and you can pick it up. It's all crispy. Before we smash into rugby, what have you got on this weekend or this week? Anything, well, anything interesting? Pick out the highlights. Um... Yeah, I have actually. Oh, I'm, all right. I'm going on holiday. Where? Staycation? Cheltenham. <laughs> I'm going for a night in uh, like a proper Airbnb little lodge thing with that's really nice little fancy place with nice views and a nice walk and a little barbecue that I'll take a couple of sausages along for. I'm just going to have a night away. Oh, with who? Your dad. No, with... Um, <laughs> with my girlfriend, Tom. All oh, right. And the kids are not invited because they've got to go to school. So um, it's very modern, very modern arrangement, mine. So I can just, you know. A couple of rose petals. Yeah, it'd be, it's just, you know what it is? It's actually just go and just go somewhere else. Just sleep in a different got room. Got a playlist for like later on? Like Neil Young, mate. It's just Neil Young and then Serial Killer Podcasts. That's what we listen to in bed. Smooth Operator. Yeah. Sade. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. So it'd be oh, really nice. nice. Um, and oh, well. um, check out 10 months' time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, just going for the walks. Uh, yeah. So that is, that's one thing that's happening. Rekindle. Um, <laughs> and then I've got because it's European semis next weekend. I'm not working because I'm not a uh, core talent at BT. So yeah, so you're not working on that. You've got the weekend to recover. Yeah, kick on. And uh, I'm actually a social weekend, so I'm seeing my parents. I'm seeing um, Andy BT the Beast. Yes. Um, and he's got a new puppy and his wife Pooh. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm seeing Pooh and Beast and their kids. And one of them's my goddaughter and uh, Rube Meister, and she a good chance she won't recognise me because it's been it's been a while. Because mm. it changed be. a bit. But I just send I just weight. send drum kits every. I'm going to start. Do, I started doing this thing a while ago and then got out the habit because I was convinced it was a terrible idea. But I think it's brilliant. I've got a few godchildren, so I'm a great guy and I'm not a fun Bobby. I cry myself to sleep, but I'm fun during the day. And um, I struggle to remember their birthdays. In fact, I'm terrible at it. So what I'm thinking of doing is By on my reflection. birthday. Right. Just send a present to all of my godchildren and my nieces and nephews on my birthday every year. Mm. So I send out eight presents in January when my birthday is, and then I haven't got to worry for the rest of the year. I'm um, Ava Omani's godfather, Dara's daughter. Oh, are you? Yeah, and I forget it a lot. I bet you haven't seen her for years. No, no not at all. I haven't seen bloke. him for years. Terrible bloke. Um, but I've got it in my diary now on a yearly reminder. So when I remember, I send presents for Tilly and um, and Ronan all in one so I send three in one just to sort of try and buy their affection a little little postcard of sort of photo of myself yep this is me guys don't forget me cherish yeah. me I won't be around forever but I'm actually going to see one of mine it's mad yeah you know, um, you're not meant to see him are you uh, my mother is having my kids this weekend so oh. I don't know what to do really you will probably go mad, won't you? What if Theo's still ill? Um, no, he'd be all right by then. Oh, you say that? Um, well, I pretend he is anyway. Be funny. It'd be funny if he's not, and you get a weekend at home again. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not sure. Sometimes it's nice to have no plans. Like I'm never like that. Never get time to myself. So might be a bit of sport. Maybe there's a Grand Prix on, and I play golf Saturday morning in one of the comps. And uh, it's back holiday weekend as well, isn't it? So yep. hopefully she can have until Monday. I love them though, in you a look, way. Yeah, in a way. <laughs> you'll end up getting bloody lashed. That's one thing you'll bloody do, mm. isn't it? You mad bugger. Mm. Um, I came on the motorbike today, didn't I, boy? Looked lovely. And he rode it in like a pro. I was like, that can't be flats. He looks too comfortable. <laughs> it's a bit, bl- bit blowy on the way over here. Yeah, actually. I'm used to seeing you on it, like having little speed wobbles all the no, time. That bike, yeah. <laughs> Gripping the handlebars. That bike, I don't want to get technical, Tommy, but remember when we were young and like you had a seven, a seven someone had a 750cc bike that was like, that's quite punchy. Yeah. That is actually a 2,500. See, so it's got a two and a half litre engine, which is bigger than your average car. Yeah. It's got a big engine, that. but It looks lovely. It does look it's lovely. It's really nice. It's not a race bike, like a sports bike, like a, you know, it's a naked bike. So you, you actually, I'm sure it would go very, very fast. But if you did 85 on that, it'd feel like your helmet was going to blow off the top of your head. So it's actually just a nice bit of low down grunt. Yeah. Feels like, and very big, heavy bike. And as soon as you step off, it is like riding a mountain bike, honestly. Just fingertip stuff. It's, I love it. Absolutely love I it. I liked it when you turned off the end, you could hear the clicking. Like a lawnmower. Like a hairdryer. Yeah. 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 Big hairdryer, that. Um, right. It's got. We are digressing. Should we get into a, it? It's got a 600cc bigger engine than that Audi Estate over there. It's mad, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Rather mad, the car, it? though. No, you wouldn't. No, 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Right, let's do it. You were at... We've wasted so much time now. I know, we'll Let's have to fly through this. Just be quick then. You were at Bristol v Exeter. Did you see that result coming to Exeter? My question to you, firstly, is there was a lot of appreciation for Sam Simmons in the game. Rightly so. Fantastic. When he took that ball, made a break in his own half, he looked like a winger. Okay. Yep. If you, not you in Warren Gatlin's shoes, but if you were picking the Lions tour, and it was a toss-up, you heard me, between him... Did you call me? Yep. And Hamish Watson for back row cover. Who are you picking? And don't sit on the fence. No, I won't sit on the fence. Because no. um, it doesn't suit you. No, it doesn't suit the fence. I And it won't fit. I would up. pick Sam Simmons. Oh. And I realise there won't be many people. Play the tournament, Hamish Watson. I know yeah. that. Oh. I know that. And I love Hamish Watson. But yeah. I think... Sam Simmons, hard grounds. Hamish Watson is amazing yeah. in close quarter stuff. He's like top of the range, close quarter stuff. Sam Simmons for me is like an 8 out of 10 at close quarters. He hits hard. He turns ball over. He does a lot of what Hamish Watson does, actually. Yeah. But as soon as there's a bit of space, they are he is leagues ahead. And that's not a comment on Hamish Watson. That's a comment on Sam Simmons. He's a very unusual player. But you put a bit of space... You got, Hard grounds in South Africa, trying to play a high-tempo game against the big pack. You need someone who can hit hard, yeah. who, but can also skin wingers. So are you sort of saying Hamish Watson is a lot like Steven Seagal, and then Sam Simmons is more like Rambo, John Jay? Or Wesley what? Snipes, okay. I'm thinking. Um, All right. Because like Steven Seagal is really good at close-court combat, does everything with his hands. Yeah, I think they. I think Gatlin will take Hamish Watson, and he will not take Sam Simmons, but, oh. my, but my opinion is the other one. I but don't you. know. I, I'm, I can't tell you, man. I don't know. No idea. Don't set my phone. Hamish Watson. Yeah, I think he's he's not that. been on the pod. Um, I don't know. Uh, look, if it's a toss-up between those two, I'd, I'd take Sam Simmons. I do know. I don't know why I said I don't know. Um, I think he's that good. I was thinking Hamish Watson would be a nightmare to play against, but he'd be really hard work. But Sam Simmons could ruin your life. He could ruin your life. He could embarrass you at any point. And there is no point, I don't think, trying to take on... South African rugby team. I don't know what's going on then. The South Africans, in their own game plan. I think you've got to be different. England tried that in the World Cup, and I think 
it's really good for the Lions that that game actually to actually see how not to do it. Good point. I think yeah. And he does offer something completely different. You could probably play him at seven. I know he's not specialist seven, and you know sevens are great because they're so good over the ball and it has a skill in itself. No, but there would be better jacklers around the. Yeah, but Peter Stefty Toy plays seven a lot, and he's not a jackler. He's yeah, six but they, seven. They're not really interested in jackling, really, are no. they? Too much. They're no. interested in line speed and uh, and smashing him in the contact. Yeah. But I think you have to fit him in. You have to fit him in. Somewhere. I really hope they do. He is, and just I think it might be a bit of a two finger stick up to Eddie Jones from Gatland, as which well. Gatland might like. Yep. Honestly, I just I mean, yep. you watched it. He was just oh my god, he was good. Oh my days, he was good. There were some really good performances over the weekend. Yeah, I uh, so really enjoyed the rugby. Like this is my point at the start. We're seeing a different blend of rugby right now because of the weather, because of the conditions. Yeah. Ever since uh, Ronald Gara came out with KBA, KBA. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it comes from your coach, doesn't it? It comes from um, how they want you to play the game and. It just seems positive at the moment. He's got a top job at La Rochelle, isn't he? Yeah, he does. Well, he deserves it. Um, Piers yeah. O'Connor looked really good in the first half. Defensively, he looked good. I know he missed a couple of tackles in that second half, but it was all extra in that second half. But really impressed with, with him at yeah. 13. I thought that, obviously, both teams missing the odd one, but cheap, uh, Bristol Bears missing a few others. Hughes. They're, you know, yeah, they, they're, missing quite, they're missing some punchy players there, including best player in the world before you know last year at least before Dupont well they're missing 10 weren't they as well Sheedy wasn't playing they're missing Sheedy they're missing Randrandra they're missing yep. Hughes um, there's Ben Earl yep. wasn't playing you know, so there's some serious firepower they're not playing Harry Thacker's not back yet so there's all that um, I still think that's your final but the power mm. the aggression and power of Exeter was like whoa and you because they're like a nice old group of boys and we know they're good players and all that and Rob Bax is a nice old boy and he's very open and all that you could get you could get away with thinking well they just you know they kind of got the same old boys that they wheel out if you actually look at the selection especially in the back row there are a lot of guys who play a lot of games and get replaced so you know like Jacques Vermeulen's only been there a season and a bit and he's yeah. now flat out dominating you know yeah Dave Ewers was missing and he is such an important player and Vermeulen was like oh I mean they were so good they were yeah, so good um, really good. so I, I, I thought Bristol would win that game Tom yeah and I was wrong. Um, an Irish quinned at the weekend on Saturday. Right, so Esther Hazen, um, yeah. I've not seen it, I've read about it, but obviously a 12, a South African 12, and then you've got Damien Delande, another South African 12 at Munster. But you don't see Delande doing the same sort of tackles, the same carries that Esther Hazen does. Is Esther Hazen, well, I think he's a bit of a liability. I think he's... He's big, he's powerful, but he's always got a high shot in him. He's always got a forearm. I th- yeah, I think you might be right on that front, but he is one of the most important players in the Quinns team, and I think they might struggle now without him. He's become that important. He is really, yeah. really good at the gain line. And Give you that. Hitting hard, smashing over the gain line. But he's got red card in him, mate. Every, yeah, he has, Every yeah. game. You look at him thinking, you could... Give away maybe, a red yeah. card. Maybe it was a really silly red as well. Do so you know stupid. in the Pro 14 they're trying a few new rule variations? One is the red card going off for 20 minutes and then being able to be replaced. Yeah. Um, another is goal line dropouts. Yeah, tell me about the goal up. line dropout. Not seen one yet. Get, I don't get it at all. Not seen one yet. Desperate. It's similarly like a mall would happen. Like if you're if you're driving a mall and it's called a mall and it goes down, then it's turnover ball. Isn't it similarly with a drive-in mall or line-out? Um, 
five meters out. Oh, so if I if you're attacking my five meter line, my try line, and I and I hold your maul up, and I get this, I get awarded the scrum. Instead of taking a scrum on my five meter line, I can drop it out. Yes. Because you are turning over the no, ball if, then. No, but if you go over the line, it's, it's your scrum. If you're driving the ball over an opposition line, five metres out, it's your scrum then, five metres out. Yeah, but that's not what I meant. So if I that if so if so you're attacking my try line and yeah. you get held up over the line, it's your scrum still. But if I turn you over before you get to the try line and I turn your maul, collapse your maul and turn you over or whatever before you get to my try line and it's a turn out, you threw the ball into the line out, but we turn it over. Instead of taking a scrum, I'll put in on our five metre line I can kick the ball out, drop the ball out. It's not over the line, so it's play on as normal, as normal rules. But if you're over the try line... Yeah, but when... That's it. What, what can I choose a dropout instead of? Do you know what I mean? You can't choose a dropout. You're given a dropout. You're given a okay. dropout if it's touched down over the line. Um, oh, so if you if you if if I hold you up, over, up the line, over the line... Yeah. So if I hold you up over the line, I then drop the ball out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's that. And also... Why? Just trying it out just favours the defensive team more so I think um, like yeah but that's not favouring the attacking team you've got over the line and been held up on the but hel- held up so on the holding up the thing, I think the whole holding up thing needs a look because yeah. you can get a foot or a hand underneath a ball like if there's a body underneath it or a leg fine I don't think a hand underneath it from opposition should count as being held up okay anyway they're trying that out yeah, there's right. also the captain's challenge so you can um, ask the referee to look at foul play uh, you get one chance during a game. Oh, right. Um, or there might be foul play. I think it might only be foul play. Um, or a try decision, maybe. But then, in the last five minutes, if you haven't used that challenge already, you can use a challenge to question any referee decision uh, with five minutes left to go. And uh, Connor Ulster did that. Uh, referee Andrew Brace gave it a knock-on to Connor when Ulster were leading. Um, but that was challenged, and it was deemed that the ball was ripped out by Mike Lowry, so it was a penalty to Connaught. Connaught kicked a touch, ended up scoring a try and winning the game. For the captain, Blimey yeah. um, good stuff. Yeah, sorry about that. So, so Irish uh, Queens was quite. I mean, it was ultimately uh, it wasn't quite as good a game as we hoped, but it got dramatic. So when yes, basically when Quinns needed a big scrum, they got one, and then Mike Brown scored a couple of phases later after the Irish pack had been knocked sideways, and then. Marcus Smith put a proper Henry Slade kick into the corner with a minute to go because they were down because Esther Hazen was off. Yes. And the Brit, the Marcus Smith's finish was great. I think the inside tackle, the cover tackle from I think it was Cornish, was really weak. And I think if you don't sub Blair Cowan off, there's a good chance he makes that tackle and Smith doesn't score because it was a bit... Paddy Jackson got outside Marcus Smith and let him step inside into clean air, which yeah, was just which is a real that. defensive error, I thought. Having Paddy Jackson having kicked it out on the full and cost him a load of yards earlier before that as well. So not brilliant from final ten minutes from him. Um but the throw from Joe Gray for the Quinn's line out before Marcus Smith scored was mega because Irish were right it was properly pinpoint at the back and hookers don't get enough credit for that. That was mega. But it Quinn's lost Esther Hazen. He's their gain line guy. Mm. They also lost Will Evans to what looked like a nasty injury. And he's he's nicked more ball than anyone else in the Prem by miles, like by 15 turnovers or oh, something. Wow. So they've now lost the guy that gets them over the gain line. They've lost the guy that nicks them ball. I think they might struggle because of that. Uh, Newcastle took quite an early lead against Gloucester. I think at one stage it was 21-7 up. Yeah, at half-time um, was, Some really yeah. good tries as well, actually. Uh, I love the fact they're tapping and going five metres out as well. Who's the hooker for Newcastle? McGuigan. McGuigan. He's so good. He's really good, mate. Yeah. Really good. He is top of the uh, range, yeah. But Gloucester come back. 
as you sort of thought they would. Lewis Reese Zamet, <laughs> man of the match. See how quick he was. <laughs> it's jokes, uh, mate. Joke, but also absolutely jokes. His work for the Willie Hines try when yeah. he gets that ball away. You just you know you know he's going to get the ball away. You know he's not just quick. He's class. You're sort of wondering where's he going to go when he's got the ball because he's in space. Is he going to take the full back on? Is he not? Um, but ends up just stepping inside and is a lovely line by Willie Hines in the end. Um, what a player. What I would say is, uh, I'm trying to think now, who was the Luke, who was the temper? Luke Evans. Lloyd Evans. Lloyd Evans, sorry. Yeah. Scores his try far too easily. Shouldn't score that boy. No, and I know it was a good try, well taken, but he's got to be tackled. Yep. There's no doubt about that. They're just falling off him. and He's a good player, Luke Evans, but you're not looking. He's not like a Rad Raja when he's carrying the ball. He shouldn't be scoring that. I said nope. it on the highlights as well on telly. That's just they did it again. Like they did it last week. They just should not. They're conceding tries way too easily. Um, Ackerman's kick through as well. Yeah, was simply beautiful. It was so good. I'm so glad he stayed up. after his dad left because he's so good for Gloss. He's yeah, to watch as well. So anyway, they, they sneak it. Um, Leicester should have beaten Northampton. I thought. Yeah, they had two chances. Uh, just close your door a little bit. We can hear. Oh, I know. Yeah. There was the bang. We sat in the car here and we I sort of now our tomato fields in a greenhouse. Yeah, it's got warm in it. It's good though, mate. It's saunas are good for you. Can we get um, a tan? No, not through the window. But Leicester had two chances right at the end and both were turned over by Northampton, who were brilliant on the day. Dan Bigger, Warrior. Um it's about to go yeah. off but it ends up staying on, so couldn't have been that bad. That's what I'm saying. Um, milking it. He's good milking. He's, milking uh, he's it. just making sure he's alright. But he's his form at the moment. Lions 10? I think so. There's no one else really. I've, I've not seen actually Finn Russell too much, uh, his form. But at the moment, Northern Hemisphere, he's outplaying Jonathan Sexton at the moment. Yep. He was um, he was so good at the weekend. He was so good. And Tom Wood and Lewis Ludden, the flankers, Wiltshire, were they good? Yeah, but they the were same. so good in the breakdown Brutal. towards the end there. And you've got like Jasper Visa. Yeah. Brilliant carrier. Oh, what a carrier. He's the best carrier in the league. Yeah, I think he is. But Northampton, a couple of big, big turnovers when the pressure is right on them. And that ended up saving them. Otherwise, I thought Leicester were going to pull it off. Here's one for the books. Munster beating Leinster. Yeah. Weekend at RDS. Yeah. Um, they lose. Leinster lose Harry Byrne, their number 10, early, early doors, like within the first one or two minutes. And... Uh, Munster were full on, flat out, um, strong team. Picked their strength, picked the strongest team they could. Um, Delande was brilliant, man of the match performance. They was were all he? good. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Was CJ he good? CJ Stander was good. Armani was good. Yeah, um, bit of a surprise, bit of a turnout for the books though, because Leinster did have a strong team, but just weak at halfback area. Okay, yeah, good to know. It's um, good to know. And um, that doesn't happen very often. I think that's the third loss in the league uh, this good year. Good though. Yeah. It's good. good for the neutral. It's good. Really good. Um, we'll finish on. We'll sell beat Worcester. Uh, we'll finish that on. Was a great game that. Wasp, Wasp Bath. Bath. Jacob Umana, talk to me. Really, 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 really good. Yeah. He looked loose. He looked quick. He yeah. looked, I say loose, relaxed is what I mean. Every, well, a lot of stuff he tried came off. Um, and Wasps were brilliant the first half last week against Chiefs and got dismantled in the second half. And Bath came back and you thought, oh my God, Wasps are going to cough up another lead. But they basically got regrouped, got back together. Umanga never panicked. He had some lovely touches. Joe Launchbury looked like he might have got a serious injury. That is a mm. killer for them because they struggled without him. Um, but actually, Ben Urbano got a red card. That just, was a difference. Just for an upright tackle. Yeah. You know, so it's not anything 
aggressive. Dip. He just didn't dip and um, nutted a guy in the face, basically. And um, what happened then is Bath goes straight to the corner, score from a driving mall. So you remove a prop. That's the last guy you want to remove, really, from a driving mall, especially a yep. fresh prop, because he, he wasn't in the team last week, this week, because he struggled a bit against Dan Cole last week. And so he's come off the bench fresh, and he's your, a, a fresh prop is your top guy in a line-out defensive, a mall defence, because they get low. They're used to being in there, and they're mm. in the mixer, and they're low and powerful and all that. So that helped, and then this bar scrum got crushed a couple of minutes later on the left-hand side, which is where he would have been. So they were, they were down a man, and... The bar scrum got battered on on their loose head side, and that means Wasp were going motoring forward on the right. They went right, and Paolo and Dogu scored mm. untouched, un- unopposed. So actually, I think that red card cost Bath the game. Uh, interesting to see. Well, it's lovely to see Josh Bassett with a bit of space because you actually, yeah. when you get that, when you get intercepts, when you get wingers running in from 40, 50 metres out, you can actually see how fast they are. I and never knew he was that quick. He looked super quick. Been watching him for years and I knew he was class, but I didn't know he looked well fast. Le Bourgeois, where's he from? Um, I think he's from Bedford. Just wondering. Yeah, I don't know actually. He's got a, a foreign surname. Le Bourgeois. Yeah, he's not, I think he's not French. Okay. I, I don't know actually, but I like him. Do you yeah. know why I like him? Because he's a maniac. Yeah, he's a, He's like Chris Harris, I think, in a way. They're yeah. quite similar. Work rate's really good. But he's so hard, mate. Offers himself. He's so hard. He's like Blair Cowan, but a centre. He mm. he batters people. He's but great. when you've got Dan Robson and Jacob Umanga coming around on a strike on a strike move, it's so difficult to defend. Yeah. Like Wasp do it more so, I think, than any of the team using Robson as a playmaker mm. and a decision maker. Normally, most moves are run off 12 now, like in a diamond formation. So they put yeah. behind and yeah. you've got two diamonds, one there, one outside. But Wasp do it slightly different. They play a lot off nine because Robson's so quick and so sharp and his decision-making is brilliant. Um, like a 10, you know. Because that, that's the hardest part, I think, is it's quite easy to run decoys, to run um, angles. The hardest part is picking out the right one because you've yeah. got three options. But yeah. the best players do it well. He does it. Another player that I mentioned quickly... Sam Davis at the Dragons, really good at the moment, decision-making. Dragons look like a different team the last few months. Oh, really? Yeah, huge carries from uh, Moriarty, uh, from Wainwright. Get them over the gain line. It's so much easier then for your nines and tens to make the right decision. Yeah. And Sam Davis is doing really well at that. I gave uh, Guinness Player the match to Jonah Holmes, scored two tries at the weekend. His pickup is acceleration. Super impressive, yeah. but defensively is really good as well. As was Owen in the centre. Um, some really good performances by the Dragons. Scarlets, I think that's the fourth time the team's put 50 points on them. Jeez. Yeah. That's grim. Uh, Dwayne Peel's going there as head coach, so maybe that would change. But I suppose the biggest thing they've got, the Scarlets, is they need to shore themselves up defensively because attacking wise, they can score tries. They're actually really good. Yeah. And create a lot of tries, especially off the first three phases, but they leak. So many. Kills you, boy. Kills you. If it bleeds, we can kill and part it. Part of that is like looking after the ball. I said this, you know, if you look after the ball for longer periods, um, opposing teams won't have as much chance to attack you. So theoretically, you should score less that. tries. Yeah. Yeah. Put a bit more structure into your defence, slow the ball down better, get off the line quicker, bigger collisions. Oh, man, I might apply for the job. Um, I'm so boiling. Some rugby. Um, we're boiling. It's time to go, uh, isn't it? But before we yeah. go, uh, quick mention, if you don't mind, Tommy. Mm. Um, if you're listening, I'd love it if you went to um, uh, Get Fit in Bath on the Instagram page, Get Fit in Bath, um, and just consider donating to their GoFundMe page because it's a, 
a lovely man called Dave and his late wife Tash run the gym and sadly Tash was out for a run very recently and was yeah, hit by this. a car and died and it's and you know it's just sort of the little bath community but a lot of people have been very affected by it and Dave has been amazing and there is a fund going to do all sorts of nice things so if there's any way you could donate go and have a look that's lovely um, just and count yourself lucky for the day that's what I'm going to do for your information John Dawes passed away recently oh as yeah. Well. yeah yeah family friend um, oh really friend of, friend of my dad's yeah he took him around Cordy Island last year had pneumonia um, and passed away last week so the funeral's coming up soon but icon man yeah an icon um, only ever captain of the Lions to win a series in New Zealand coach um, lovely guy always had loads of chats with him uh, London Welsh man through and through. Actually played with his son um, in the um, the A's down there. Yeah. What are the A's called now? The Druids, I think. The Druids. Oh, um, but yeah, yeah so Iconic really sad one. news. Anyway, um, that's it. I am. I'm sweating. Yeah, I'm sweating. so what? It's, it's like, so what? I'm opening the door now. Yeah, again. it's like my care. wife is going through my phone at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's how much it's coming off me. Um, we'll speak to you next week. All right, love you guys. Bye. 